Welcome to the Medical Republic. I'm Felicity Nelson. And I'm Francine Crimmins. Today, Dr. Harry Nesplin, president of the RACGP, is joining us on the show to chat about the college's first quasi-virtual conference. Uh, Dr. Nesplin, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us on. So pretty much every medical college in the world is having to make a decision to go virtual or cancel their conferences altogether this year because of COVID-19. It's basically been a huge rethink of how to run such a big event online. Um, And I understand the RACGP has reimagined their annual conference in a slightly different way to some of the other colleges, um, with some parts happening in person and some parts happening via video link. Tell us more, Harry. Well, first of all, um, obviously, it's because of COVID-19 that we've had to have this major rethink. Um, As most of the listeners know, it takes quite a long lead time to uh, put a conference together. And so you're putting a together a conference in a situation where you don't really know what the rules and what you'll be able to do at the time that the actual conference is on. Um, From our perspective, the most important thing is that we really do need to make sure that we keep all the delegates and uh, anyone else going to the conference safe um, and within the restrictions that would be in force at the time. With all that proviso, uh, we are going to run a hybrid conference this year. Uh, We really do believe as a college that, especially this year, that uh, we really do need to try and keep those professional links together. And so this year's conference will be run as a hybrid. There'll be a day in each of the capital cities, as well as three uh, rural areas where there'll be a face-to-face element of the conference, which uh, again will depend on uh, what's happening at the time. Um, as well as a digital uh, conference as well, so that uh, people who can't travel or who prefer not to travel will also be able to partake in the conference as well. That's um, super interesting. I haven't seen any other colleges sort of attempt to do that yet. It seems to be, you know, quite futuristic in the way that you've set it up. It's it's really fascinating. Um, and do you have any more sort of details on how that might work? So if you are a GP going along to one of the face-to-face conferences, are you linking up with some of the other GPs at the other conferences on the same day? Is that how it works? There will be um, two plenary sessions, just like any other conference where um, I, where we will be um, sending it out either digitally or if, depending on the face-to-face venue, you'll be able to, to watch it um, with a Q&A session. Um, but the face-to-face a day for those uh, GPs who do want to come in uh, will be very much uh, attuned to the local needs. Um, and there will even be a networking event as long as we're allowed to have one, uh, depending on the social distancing requirements at the time. So that really will give an opportunity for GPs to, to not only learn during the day, but also to actually catch up with their colleagues that they may not have seen for a year. Harry, you've just alluded to the fact that, you know, it will be a little bit dependent on what the restrictions are at the time of the conference. Uh, given that, is there any contingency of what will happen if, uh, say, uh, we have a second wave of COVID-19 and people can't do those face-to-face meetings? So if there, are, if there is a second wave, uh, as I said in the beginning, uh, the most important aspect of this is to make sure that uh, everyone stays safe and, at, and not at risk of uh, getting the COVID-19 virus. Uh, but if we do need to go back to a more digital world, um, we will be producing uh, digital content so that people 
will be able to look at that content uh, when they're able to, um, especially for those uh, members who are unable to or would prefer not to travel to a face-to-face venue. And using that hybrid model, are you planning on covering the same amount of content? Because one of the things I've seen with the medical conferences that are going online is that they're just not being as as ambitious as they normally would in terms of the number of abstracts and the number of presentations. They're just kind of downscaling. Is that the plan also with GP20? So each of the uh, states and territories will have their own day of face-to-face content. So in theory, there will be even more content available and it'll even be more relevant to the GPs in that area. And so we're not looking to decrease the amount of content. We really do want to have a a robust conference that um, really does deliver some value and benefit for our members. Uh, Obviously, if we can't do that face-to-face aspect, that does decrease the amount of uh, content that we can offer. But we're looking not to downgrade the uh, conference. We really do want it to remain the premier GP event each year. And what sort of hygiene measures will you put in place uh, for the face-to-face events if they end up happening? So we're not sure what will be the uh, requirements with respect to social distancing, etc. As we're recording today, we're already seeing the state governments and the territory governments opening up the number of people that are able to go to a venue and exactly how they're able to go to a venue. So by the end of this year, we would hope that there is no second wave and that there will be a possibility that there will be that we'll be able to have a reasonable number of GPs in an area uh, or in a venue that and be safe as well. So it will really depend on what's happening at the time. And I can imagine, Harry, that if you're a GP practising in some areas of Australia, this GP20 conference is actually a far more attractive proposition than in the past where you might actually have to travel interstate or take a few days off work and get someone to cover your practice. Um, Would the college be open to the idea, if it is well-received, to continuing this afterwards in some capacity to try and, I guess, connect the wider GP community to college activities? Well, Francine, as you know, we're moving towards a new normal and no one really knows what that new normal is. Uh, look, all the points you made are absolutely really important and it, and we've always worked from 2009 when we renamed that to GP09 uh, on the feedback from our members. Uh, this really does offer the possibility, if it works and if members really do embrace it, to enable even a bigger, larger groups of members to participate in uh, the GP conference each year. And if it allows uh, that, that sort of uh, professional connection to occur, then uh, I'm sure that the college will look very strongly at um, including elements of this, uh, whether it's the whole uh, conference or whether it's part of the conferences going forward. But it is a significant contrib- contribution or a significant commitment, should I say, Uh, by GPs, especially our uh, rural and regional members to uh, pack up their practices for, you know, often a week uh, to come down to the conference. And if we can deliver it to them in a way that allows them to participate without that huge cost, um, then that would be uh, really a great outcome. One of those little tiny silver linings of the COVID-19 crisis. 
And do you expect that the college will start thinking in this way about some of its other activities, um, you know, some of its meetings that it has during the year, um, things like exams, or all of those face-to-face things that the college organises? Is there a chance that those things might be transformed, um, you know, even permanently into a sort of a more hybrid model? So one of the big discussion points that have always been about digital meetings in particular has been whether or not they deliver the the same sort of experience as having a face-to-face meeting. I certainly do think that face-to-face meetings do have an element um, that is much better than the digital meeting, um, seeing people in real life and and, uh, being able to interact with people uh, face-to-face is is something that, um, especially as GPs, especially with us uh, now doing telehealth, really understand the importance of that human-human interaction. And so while digital um, delivery does have a really important place and it really does deliver efficiencies and even cost savings um, for the individual and for the organisation, I still think that, that people still want to be able to be able to see each other, talk to each other, go out into the um, into the exhibition hall and and hold um, element, you know, hold medical devices and and see what uh, new products look like. Um, and so, I think there'll always be an element, um, despite COVID nineteen, of the need for face to face face to face events. I was going to ask if doing these hybrid models of college conferences going forward, uh, I don't know if they're more expensive to do or less expensive to do, but do we think that this will impact the registration fees for these events? The uh, registration fees are a a complex beast, I would presume. I've never had to actually go out and and work one out, but I presume a lot of it will depend on sponsorship um, it will depend on the site. It will also depend on the, the number of uh, people coming to the conference. So that uh, the, the whole idea is that we deliver good content and valuable content for our members rather than just the, the lowest price content possible. But I would hope to see that by offering a hybrid model that there may be differences in prices and that would enable uh, a larger group of GPs to participate in their annual conference. Dr Nesplin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for taking the opportunity to discuss GP20, and I hope to see and hear a whole lot of new GPs who haven't been there before uh, experiencing a a new way to learn about uh, general practice. Well, we're definitely going to attend um, probably the one in Sydney if it's on, but um, I'm really excited for it. I think, look, it's, uh, I must take my hat off to the guys organising it. Um, it's, you know, when we started organising this, it was no one going anywhere. Um, so it will be interesting to see uh, exactly where we are in November. You never know, we might even have a semi-normal normal conference. Perfect. And for all our listeners, you'll definitely be hearing um, some of the content coming out of that conference. And if you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you can find us on Spotify or iTunes. Just search for The Medical Republic and catch you next time.